In remote Uganda, 911 doesn't exist. When someone needs emergency medical attention in the U.S., help is just one phone call away. But in remote regions in Uganda, there's no such thing as 911. When children in these villages become critically ill because of malnourishment or infections like malaria, HIV, and tuberculosis, their parents feel desperate, paralyzed by their lack of medical resources. This is where Love One steps in to help. At Love One, we want parents to know that treatment is available no matter how sick their child and how hopeless the situation may seem. I have had the honor to serve on the Love One International team of ambassadors for my second year in a row. Part of my duties are fundraising and raising awareness for this beautiful and God-glorifying organization. If you want to change a child's life, click on the link in our bio and donate to Love One International. Or you could go to the Love One merch store and use the coupon code KYLIE in all caps to not only be able to donate to this organization, but also to receive a 10% discount towards your order. That is KYLIE, all caps, at the Love One International merch store. Welcome back to Midwest Girls. Hey, everybody. Um, We have already been crying and praying. (laughs) And so we just finished a time of prayer before the Lord, and we have an idea of where this podcast is going to go today, and we invited Steve back to be with us. Um, You might see him on here from time to time as he's a mentor to me and Kylie, and we kind of felt um, the prompting from the Holy Spirit to to bring him on to speak on certain topics. So here he is again. Um, he brought something to the table uh, in Sunday school and during church yesterday that I I really thought in my head that would be a good podcast. So we're going for it. <laughs> yes. So we had an amazing church service yesterday, and all uh, weekend we were praying uh, upward, and um, well, I would kept praying. We showed this. Um, Sorry, my brain is all over the place. We showed this video from the Asbury Revival, and it was of this young man basically telling the testimony of what he was experiencing there. And it was really inspiring and um, Holy Spirit filled. And every time I watch it, I cry. Every time our pastor watches it, he cries. And I think um, pretty much anybody who watches it will cry because you just see his Joy. Joy, yes. And that, that you can tell that it's real and the Spirit is moving. And so that's what I was praying at Upward with the whole community that was there. And I love when Billy Watson was in there because he was given an amen and tell it, sister. So it was really encouraging that just to hear, you know, not that it was because of me, like he was saying, like, good job to me, but it showed me that people are hungry and it's not just it's not just me it's not just the people who are around me um i love it when the watsons are around in their church they're so joyful they are very joyful. oh it's it's one i mean it's one of the fruit in of the spirits they shine in yes i love it i agree and yeah so basically i feel like it just 
kind of led into our service yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, what did, what did you say that the whole nation right now, that the, the Holy Spirit, he, and he is ever present with us, you guys. He lives in us. He is our comforter. I am not one to promote emotionalism or um, hyping something up. Yes. But I, I would be remiss to say that, I, I, that the Spirit is moving right now, that he is moving. Yeah. And it carried into our service yesterday. I've heard other reports of people having just amazing church services it's kind of like the the bride us the church is just being uplifted right now so we should enjoy it yes Yes. um and it's not just our nation and i don't think people realize that it's happening and i saw a video in brazil palestine palestine there's like tons of people being baptized yes yeah the philistine the uh, did i say it wrong what was it philippines i said it wrong sorry the philippines my bad it was two different no i thought you meant you saw something no no it's the philippines i'm wrong but it's just that would have been big news if it was palestine yeah you're right (laughs) and i say that i'm like whoa yeah that's not right but um i don't know and then like just the worshiping in Times square and these are just the things that we're seeing because of the news it's not even covering what else is happening around the world that i know is happening yeah and it's just not getting covered which is fine but we can trust that the Holy Spirit is working. If it's working in our small church, we know it's working in others, other places as well, because we're not the only ones hungry to see it move. And he, here's the thought that I would throw out there, you guys. Is this not available to us all the time? Mm-hmm. And I know he says in the video, they put you in a room and they say, pray and ask for it. And you're like, well, I'm asking. <laughs> but like, it, the truth is, is that is available to us all the time. Are, am I making the time? Am I letting myself worship freely in spirit and truth and submitting to the beauty and the the comfort and the magnetism that the Holy Spirit gives? Yeah. So I was I had the thought yesterday in church because we did. We had a powerful service. Like, oh, Lord, if only every Sunday looked like yeah. this. And people were lingering and praying with each other at the altar. And like we, not that we don't have people that go to the altar, oh, yeah. but we, it was more than... It's been in a while. while. Yeah. And I was preparing myself like, okay, like if this really happens, what, like, what do we do? Yeah. (laughs) Like if we're here, like, what do we do if nobody leaves? It was kind of one of those weird things that I was telling you yesterday, but, um, and I think that's what brought this thought process is what brought that to mind where I was just thinking, um, okay, well, Lord, it's weird for me to step out in this because this isn't something I've really seen before, but help me in the uncomfortableness to step out in this. Yeah. If this is what is happening, is going to happen at our church. Like if it, it, meaning if like we were going to be there 24 hours Yeah. or for a long period of time. I actually, I was one of the profound things, (laughs) not so profound, but Dr. Pugh said, I'm going to write that down. In our EHS study, I, I said, we better get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, for real. Yeah. <laughs> get comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's, what's, that's what he asks of us, actually, yes. at the end of the day. <laughs> yes. Um, I was just thinking that uh, part of this is, with everything going on in Asbury and some other places, I think we've become... sensitive 
we've had a head knowledge of all, a lot of this stuff. Yes. But now that you can actually kind of see some stuff and you hear reports, and it just makes you more sensitive. And that doesn't mean that, you know, the Holy Spirit is moving. And I think, I, I just think part of it is, like Megan was saying and Kylie, that we are a little bit more sensitive than we have been maybe a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you kind of were looking for something or, you know, whatever, but it's just a little more aware and sensitive to everything. Honestly, when I think about on my week, and both of you know now, it's quite tumultuous. <laughs> <laughs> it's spiritually speaking. But I, I can remember for a fact, and I don't know if you remember this, it was a year ago at Upward, and I think we were playing music, and you were just kind of sitting there, and I we were just, I don't know, we were just sitting there waiting for the next time to go up. And we were talking that we wanted this. I can't remember how we said it, but basically, we're ready to see God move. Yeah. We're ready to see God move. Yes. Oh, we, we want it. And, you know, I was a, well over a year ago. Yeah. We've had our ebbs, uh, ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and blah, blah, blah. But it's, but it's not been something that I've uh, been kind of striving for this or looking forward to this for a little, for some time. And there's other people that's been years and perhaps decades. Yeah. So, I don't know, that's just some of my thoughts on that. And another thing, I've just recently been reading, um, oh, uh, the books were called uh, When the Spirit Comes in Power and Surprised by the Power of the Holy Spirit or something like that. Two different books, two different men. Touched on a lot of the old um, Whitfield, Edwards, Wesley, and some of the others are plenty of others, but touched on one that I'm particularly interested in right now is Whitfield. And they they were in the early 1700s to mid 1700s. They were very largely responsible for a lot of the uh, um, spiritual groundwork foundation for the colonies. Mm-hmm. That the founders actually said that they believe that these men were um, part of why how why the revolution turned out the way it did. Mm. That a ragtag kind of bunch with an anointed leader in Washington was able to rally and stand up against one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful na- uh, nation and army at that time. So it was just interesting. But what I wanted to touch on is Many times there were tremendous signs and wonders when they were preaching and and during these revival. They called them awakenings. They didn't really use the term revival. They called it awakening. And um, and many of them, especially Whitfield, he didn't really count, didn't count anything or whatever. But until he saw a change in lifestyle, he didn't consider that person to be. Yeah. True revival or awakening leads to repentance. Mm -hmm. Repentance. It is not this hyped up, uh, everyone, you know, there could be this as I say this, but it's not just music and dancing. Mm -hmm. It is a true work of the Holy Spirit in your life. And that leads to repentance and Christ and the cross. That's 
that's what revival is. And true repentance and having Jesus coming into your heart also will bear fruit. (laughs) That eventually leads to bearing fruit as you grow. And so I think that a lot of times is missed as well. And sometimes, not to, I don't know, I feel like sometimes we think, oh, it's great that we had this many people give their hearts to the Lord. But maybe that's me where I'm struggling to trust that they actually meant it. Yeah. That and that's when you just go, that's between them and the, yes. you know, the Lord has them too. That's something that goes through my head a lot now. The Lord has them too. The Lord yes. has them too. He doesn't just love me, mm-hmm. although he does. He has them too. Yes. And one of the things, um oh, I forget where I was going with this. The that um, oh, if we want to truly measure what's happening in Asbury and some of the other places, it won't be a week from now mm-hmm. or a month from now. Right. It'll be maybe two, three, four, five years down the road to see just what all, um, what changes or what has happened. Yeah. Yeah. What actually comes If it's the lasting effect. Well, uh, Bruce Bell yesterday said he's a byproduct of the 1970s Asbury Revival. He didn't go there, but was it that some from his college did and came back with it? Yeah, that's and that that how came, I followed. I, and I, I apologize, sir, if you hear this and I'm getting this wrong. But he they he they had people from his college go in the 70s and came back, and it kind of led his university to their own time of worship, and that he said that was a change in his life. Yeah. So you won't even, I mean, that's, what, is that 50 years ago now? 70s? That's wild. Yeah, yeah, about 50 years ago now. And you're still hearing, like, this is this is when the Holy Spirit met me. This is where I remember. And we might not know for a long time. I mean, think of all the people that are represented there right now and the people they go see and the people they go see, how rippling effect this can mm-hmm. be. Yeah. And there's people from all over the world going right now. Mm-hmm. And that when they take it to their own corner, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's pretty crazy to think of what could come out of this. Yeah, there's actually going to be a movie coming out. I can't remember the name. Jesus of it. Revolution. Jesus Revolution. Yes. I want to see it. Yeah, with, uh, uh, Greg Lowry. Mm-hmm. No, Jonathan Rumi. Yeah, Greg Lowry. Is that, yeah. Do I, I have the like, right guy? I don't know. I, the, I don't the, know. the the pastor. I think so. He's a pastor. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Chuck Smith. And I can't no Calvary Chapel. I think is the name of the mm-hmm. the churches. Yes. And just how um, basically, I think I believe it was a revival out there during the early seventies that mm-hmm. the hippie. Yep. The Christian. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyhow, it was interesting. A lot of different things going on throughout our history, and um, yeah, I would. I mean, I guess it would be encouragement for. All of us, you know, us here and those who may be listening, dig deep, mm-hmm. dig deep into your walk with the Lord because he, he will meet you. Yes. He will meet you. And it doesn't have to be during revival, it'll be at any time. But um, right now, I just, like Steve said, maybe we're all just a little more sensitive to it. Don't hold back. Today is the day of salvation, whether that's the step you need to take or, you know, you just need to get deeper or you need a question answered. Do the work. It's not really, it's, it really doesn't feel like work once you get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that came out right. Yeah. It's once you, you know, create the habit, 
I mean, some it is hard for people to take alone. To, I think to get into the habit of taking time out of their day to read and to pray, and it come it comes naturally to some. It's hard for others, and that's okay. So don't like beat yourself over the head, but keep trying and keep being obedient to that. Yeah. And eventually it'll come naturally or naturally. There is something to be said about being disciplined. Yes. You know, some things don't just happen in life. If you want something, you need to to take the steps to Mm. achieve it. Yep. Just like anything else. Yep. Do you want to turn to the scripture, Steve, that you had yesterday? We can. Where where was it? It's in Philippians chapter 4. It actually has, if you read the beginning, the first three or four verses, it talks, there's an actual conflict between two ladies and Paul saying, hey, we need to help them rectify this. And uh, because they've both been very valuable in my to me in my um, ministry. my ministry, mm. so then it, then it goes into I think uh, verse yeah re, yeah then it goes into that. You want me to read it? You can. Yeah. Okay. I exhort Euodia and Sintish to be of the same mind in the Lord. I ask you also, true companion, help those women who labored with me in the gospel. With Clement also, and with my other fellow fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let everyone come to know your gentleness. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with gratitude, make your requests known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will protect your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think on these things. Do those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. So, anyways, um, <laughs> no face. <laughs> You're like, oh no, it's my face. <laughs> I just, um, I don't know. I, that's, I've known that those verses for years, and um, recently I just had something going on in my ear, and sometimes it's still there. And, and I was just like laying in bed, and I thought, okay. And I was really, I mean, I was becoming extremely anxious. I was becoming agitated because of that. Mm. And um, and I just kept saying those verses over and over and over again. And I was trying to train my mind to go to things that were excellent and praiseworthy and honest and pure and right on down the line. And um, and then all of a sudden, there were, I, not- there, I noticed... You know, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That's a little, uh, what would we call um That's a Sunday school song. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yes, a Sunday school song. But we used to sing it actually here at church. Oh, really? It was a, what would we call that, a chorus? Yeah, a chorus. Uh-huh. And um, so, but then it says, let your gentleness, the Lord is near, let your gentleness be evident to all. Yes. And I think that's a, that's interesting. Because they come right out from two, a couple people arguing, and it can be, you can plug in any any two people's names, 
they're arguing, and then he goes, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. The Lord is near. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I just kind of, I you know, we gloss over that. Mm -hmm. Let your gentleness be evident to all. It's so easy. It's, well, especially when the world around us tells us it's a doggy dog world out there. Yeah. Uh, gentleness is not exactly human nature. <laughs> That's a that comes with a learning and developing the fruits of the spirit in your life and it takes me to the verse they will know we are christians by our what by our love our love for one another and doesn't it just go to show that that's the strongest of all i said that to kylie yesterday and leanne will chuckle as she says this but there's these jokes going around like who's the oldest and she knows this too and Leanne is, has such a sweet personality and I said oh people just say that because I'm bossy and, <laughs> and I got but Leanne is Leanne is loving and I even said to Kylie which one is stronger love so which one really is the oldest <laughs> Leanne <laughs> oh yeah it's true gentleness because the world wants you to fight back with you know hardness or with the pride mentality of I'm going to win this battle no matter how stupid it is I'm going to win it <laughs> yes and I fall, I've fallen into that trap oh me too all the time and um but when we obviously we can look at Jesus for the perfect example again he did everything gently yes and he you know he surrounds us with his love and embraces us gently mm -hmm. <laughs> even when we don't deserve it and we deserve his full wrath yeah. and yet and that's that's not what he gives us there's something else i was going to say but i can't remember i believe gentleness is actually a fruit of the spirit it also. Is. So. Joy, peace, patience, yes so that's kind of where how that all got started and I then um, and I was just trying to apply it to a simple little <laughs> thing that was bothering me and um, and it and it, it helped it, the word is powerful mm -hmm. and true mm -hmm. and it's one of the only things that's going to last forever yes and um, so I, I was just shared it in Sunday school class and then we had an open mic share things on your heart type of thing and uh, all right <laughs> so I actually was tried to hand that mic back to our Jay our assistant pastor and he wouldn't take it so that's how I ended up just sharing again to the whole church what God was laying on my heart about that what I was learning through that verse that I I've known always but as you travel on down, what I was trying to point out to the congregation, we're <laughs> we're kind of an older congregation, and there's some newer, younger ones coming in, and I would say it's evening out. Yeah, and there's some younger ones that are um, are um, I don't know the right word, but uh, newer, newer, but also, but we also have some young people, younger that are uh, be stepping up and becoming leaders. Mm -hmm. We're all pretty emotional today. Sorry, guys. Not in like a... Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way, but we're all weepy. <laughs> but not in a bad way. 
been a long upward season. <laughs> yeah. There's just I a lot in the background. There's just a lot in the background. <laughs> so anyhow, one of the things I wanted to bring out was probably the last verse of the whole chapter. Mm-hmm. And if Megan can read it again, yep. we we don't even pay attention to this. No, and it's good, Steve. Do the whole word's good, Cook. This stood out to me too. Do those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. So what I was trying to just share is um, actually in our Sunday school class, which is why I brought this verse up, is one of the, the question was the older people. What can the older people do or how can we keep them engaged to make them basically feel needed needed or a part a part of everything and i was just trying to draw out the fact that if they've ran the race and they've been running it good well that some of the younger ones need to imitate those things Mm -hmm. that they've done well Mm -hmm. that doesn't not putting them up on a pedestal and but Paul said, imitate me if you see me doing these things. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not even claiming that any of them are little Pauls running around here. But at the same time, we do have some very good, solid, live their lives well, learn um, a lot of experience, and we need to imitate some of the things that they've done as they get closer to finishing the race. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, I, I th- the illustration that, uh, my goodness, that Paul uses when he's talking about the, the real uh, topic was kind of like spiritual gifts and how do we engage all generations. And, you know, the conversation went so many ways. But that illustration of we're all one body, we're all united and we're meant to be intergenerational. It's not supposed to just fall on the shoulders of, say, the young ones or the older ones who retired now. And you hear that all the time. They're retired. They have more time. They're young. They have more energy. We need each other. Yes. We need to have each other. And that's why I'm so excited. Like, we're getting, like, we, I'll say it again. We're getting the small groups off the ground, starting a marriage group. I had two older couples, midlifers, approach me. Do you want us at group? Yes. We want you at the group. We want all generations represented because while Jesse and I may be facilitating at first, I don't know how, you know, I think we're going to have to split immediately, but we, we're facilitating. We want people speaking into us, you know, like we want to be encouraged as well. So we're never done, you guys. That's exactly it. We run our race well to the end to the end never and audrey such a great example her smile how she said in her podcast she goes to the kids and she smiles at them and they're drawn to her like she came up to me and smiled at me and i was just like oh (laughs) don't just love just just loving on people It's, it's not that complicated Um, I think, so, yeah. Yeah, we just, that was my whole goal, just trying to let everybody, you know, we all have, there's no retirement. The word retirement is not in the Bible. It's not, actually. It's a purely American, and, uh, what we, the way we do it. Yeah, and um, if there's 
like I've shared before, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of beat down right now, but I'm I'm excited about things that are happening, and uh, there are so many opportunities to share. I mean, just like today, just like today, I'm had like well, this is gonna sound weird, but a guy come up, hey, you were in my dream last night. I go, really? <laughs> that must be a theme lately. <laughs> says yeah we were christmas caroling i said seriously <laughs> you know yucky yuck laugh about it and just whatever but his wife or, or I said, a girlfriend lived, works there same place and i went up to her and said hey you know tyler's dream, having dreams about me <laughs> but it's just silliness yeah. you're just trying to build a, a little bit of a friendship friendship or ha 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 you know not camaraderie you know thus saith the lord and beat him over the head yeah and um and then another guy um jeremiah and he's a new guy and he, he you know just kind of looks like he might be into different things but um <laughs> um i just happened to ask him about a t-shirt he was wearing and i said are you kind of into weird stuff <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. here we go. <laughs> and um, so I just say, hey, I got a podcast you got to check out. And it was, it's just blurry creatures and stuff like that. You know, it's a, a different look at Gen 6 and everything going on, Genesis 6 and everything that happened during the days of Noah and stuff like that. And I don't know. I'm hoping uh, he look, said he'd check one out on the way home. And maybe have an opportunity to talk and share. So I don't know, but um, just looking for opportunities. You don't have to know the Bible inside and out. It's just sharing, and um, when God, the Holy Spirit will put things in your your mind yeah. when you need them, and um, and just. Uh, do it. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say you just need to be willing to take the step to love on them and yeah. to put the effort in. Yeah. And, and realize they may say, no, that's you. all going. <laughs> and that's cool. And that's okay. You just let God do his thing in his life, in their life. Because sometimes life has a way of uh, changing attitude, so to speak. And uh, just go from there. I had a thought. Um, I will write down. I have random thoughts throughout the day, and I'll write them down. Um, yeah, so when you were talking about, you know, um, they might say that's hogwash. But our job, the obedience is our responsibility in the outcome and God's responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times we... Uh, we put too much pressure on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we aren't the salvation. <laughs> and we're just the messenger. <laughs> and in a way, when you really get down to the root of that, isn't that a bit prideful? Yes. <laughs> uh, if we think, oh, well, I have to be, I just, I have to know this, this, and that before mm-hmm. I feel like I am willing to put myself out there and be good enough to serve okay you might think that stems from some insecurity and maybe some of it does but i think it also is like well i don't want to look stupid right i don't want to not have the right words but then you're not trusting in the holy spirit yeah and hey even if you don't have the perfect answer for someone at the time i respect someone that says you know what i can't i'm not sure about that 
let me think on it mm-hmm. and let's talk about it. Yeah. Like there's, we don't have to be walking encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. We just need to walk with the Holy Spirit and let him do what he does best, which is bring the hearts of men mm-hmm. to Jesus. Yeah. We get, we get really, you don't, you never fail loving and on women. someone. <laughs> you never fail loving some on somebody and the victory's always already been won we get to rest in that peace and we don't need to wear, wear the burden of it mm-hmm. you know we just need to be obedient to bring as many people to them as we can mm-hmm. and help plant those seeds because we can get them it's like a leading the horse to water we can lead them to the water can't make but them drink. We can't make them drink. It's their choice whether or not they they take the drink of the living water. That's so right. Any living water analogies lately. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I think these verses too, where it's Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with gratitude, make your requests known to God in everything. In everything. We 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 make it known to God. We trust him. We go out. And the next part is the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will protect your hearts and minds through yes. Christ Jesus. Like it's, it's just it's faith. Yes. You step out. It's not like manifesting. I know that's a big thing right now. It's not like when you speak it into the air, it will happen. But when you bring it to God and you lay it at his feet and you, you can trust in the fact that he's heard you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You mean, it doesn't mean you're going to not battle with it ever again. <laughs> yeah. But I did. My, I, I told Meg the other day, I think I go in cycles. This is like, I, this is more than the other day probably. But I feel like I do really good, really good, or really good. Then I get thinking about it. And then I start to put my hand back around something I've already laid at his feet. And I'm like, I'm just going to take this back for a little bit. <laughs> and then I'll go back around and I lay it back down. And you know, then another month later, okay, I'm taking it back. Oh no. It's just, that stuff happens. Being a Christian doesn't mean you're perfect, <laughs> but it means that you trust in a perfect God and that he, you, you know, you know the solution. Yeah. And I, I mean, we all have those things, Kylie. Every single one of us, they, we all have the thing. Yes, <laughs> and it's just trusting, it's trusting the Lord with it. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was thinking <clears throat> is, um, do not be anxious about anything, but by prayer and supplication, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. That's guard your heart and your mind um, just because it may not get the answer that you want but by doing being thankful and presenting your request to God that peace will guard your heart and your mind even though you're not necessarily getting the answer that you want mm-hmm. or it's not come yet or whatever mm-hmm. and just when God moves and guards your heart and your mind you can handle it quite a bit because <laughs> it gives you that peace. Yes. Yeah. And then he ends it with, and the God of peace will. Will protect your hearts and minds. Clear down was, there. Clear down. Oh, I'm sorry. And the God of peace will be with you. And the God of peace will be with you. Yeah. So. 
that's just um, I don't know if you guys the net cover things. I think so. I think so. I think so. I think that it's it's applicable for mm-hmm. us Christians right now living yeah. in this time of you know. I think if we all just are a little more sensitive to the Holy Spirit right now, we're going to have some answers, and we're going to, you know. I don't know what I'm saying. Kylie, help me. (laughs) (laughs) There's things, just be obedient to the spirit. Yeah. There's when things, when you do that, things fall into place. It might not look like how you imagine it, but you can trust that it is good and it is for your benefit, but it's also a benefit for the kingdom. In the bigger span of things. And it's worth it. And it's so worth it. It's worth it. Yes. One, Jesus is worth it. And one thing, um, <clears throat> if you're not sure if you should do something or not do something, if you're, you know, did God tell me to do that? And if, you know what? I remember a lady telling me, and her name was Barb, and uh, she was older, she's passed on. She was my Sunday school teacher years ago, about 20 years ago. And she said, it doesn't matter, you know, if God, if you feel like you're supposed to do something, and it's not from God, but your heart's in the right spot, you're trying to retouch somebody or help bless them in some way or just be a help in some way, do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just, at the very least, you're trying to do a nice and good deed. Yes. Yeah. And at the most, it's God's prompting you and he's calling you to do it and you're acting in obedience. Yes. So I kind of, in my way of thinking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. sums it up. I think it's so. True. All right. All right. I think that's it. Check out Tubes & Co. Oh, yeah. Midwest Girls 10, all caps. Mm-hmm. There's a link in our bio um, that you can easily access to or in the show notes. And so... When you buy from them, it supports your favorite podcasts. That's right. So would that be blurry creatures? <laughs> Wouldn't uh, be cool to go to blurry content. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Talk about makeup. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of makeup at blurry. Yeah, there, there is. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening, and we love you guys, and pray the Lord blesses you. Amen. So see ya. See ya. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. We could not do it without you and all your support. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a five-star review, comment your thoughts, and share this with all who you love in order to raise awareness for what we are doing here on Midwest Girls and at Project 6-8. Also, I just wanted to let you in on just a little secret. We have a little discount code for our listeners at our merch store, which you can find on our website or in the notes section below. It is Midwest Girls 10, all caps. Again, Midwest Girls 10, all caps. And you can find our merch store link at www.project68ministry.com or you can find it all in the show notes below. We give God all all the glory for this platform. And we hope this podcast is making an impact for the kingdom. So until next time, much love and God bless y'all.